What's up, guys, and welcome back to Unified Mood. As always, I am so grateful for you to be joining me today, and I am going to be talking about a topic that I think is so incredibly important. Like, if I could rank the things in my life uh, that have defined me and made me the person that I am today, it would absolutely be this. And if I can impart knowledge onto every person that is listening to this and they could step away from this conversation and to have this conversation in the back of their mind when they're going through this, then I can just retire. You know, I can just say, I'm done. Adios, amigos. Uh, So today I'm going to be talking about showing up on the days that you don't want to. Now, I think that this is something that uh, frequently occurs. Uh, I think of the times in my life, the moments in my life where I have not wanted to show up, uh, but have chosen to show up anyway. And the reason why I've been successful in my career, the reason why I am consistent with training, exercise and nutrition, and the reason that I am the person that I am today is all hinging off of this one factor. And I think that uh, I think that you have to go through something in life. I think that you have to, you're given that option, you're given that path, uh, you're given the two scenarios of option A and option B, and you're always given the choice of which path you're going to go down to. And I just remember when I was a personal trainer and I was in the depths of anxiety, I had depression and uh, I honestly, I was paying off a tax bill at that time. So going to work every single day, it was knowing that I wasn't going to work to be making money to live a better life. It was that I was going to be paying off a debt. And if you are someone that is going through paying off a debt or you are someone that has like a really big mortgage at the moment and particularly with interest rates and everything the way that they are, I know that that's impacting a lot of people, that when you're going to work with the mindset that it is purely just for money, (laughs) it is a really, really defining character moment. And I remember I would lie in bed and uh, I used to love being a personal trainer. I loved it so much. Like nothing ignited my soul like anything out. I would jump out of bed. I would be so excited and ready to start the day and to get my clients excited and to get them stepping into their potential and to living their best lives. And that just really fulfilled me like no other. And that still was there. That still had that driving element from underneath, that undertone. But because I was so, so stressed and I was overworked because when I was paying off of this bill, I had to be pretty much doubling my hours. I knew that I would have to be earning a certain amount of money and it was kind of like the joy had been sucked out of it and it was no longer that I was just um, doing my job and loving every second of it. It was paying off that bill. And I think that that's so relatable to so many people. You are working in a job or you're doing something to just be paying the bills instead of absolutely living your life to the fullest. Uh, but regardless uh, of that, that's a whole different topic. Uh, if you are given with that decision and you have the option of, you know what, maybe I'll call in sick today and I'm just not going to show up for work. And I tell you, I would lie in bed and I would think of everything. I would be like, maybe I could say that my car broke down. Maybe I could say that I have a cold. Maybe I could say that I have, I, like, honestly, I would run through that many different scenarios of why I wouldn't go to work. Uh, But the difference between me and uh, a lot of majority of people when life gets too hard and you want to crawl into a hole, I refused. Uh, Even though I was polarized with anxiety, like I was having anxiety attacks, I would literally finish my shifts at work and I would get in my car and I would just bawl my eyes out. 
And uh, I would walk into my studio and I would get so anxious. I would be like sweating and hot. And my clients had no idea of what I was going on behind the scenes as well. I mean, I only told a very select few people of what I was going through that time because as much as I am someone that is very open, I don't like to put my problems onto other people, particularly my clients. And so I was trying to put on this facade. I was showing up and I was betraying myself every single day so that I could keep on being an amazing personal trainer. Because the thing about it was if I didn't show up for those girls those days, it would let me down so much. And some days it was harder than others. Some days I really did feel deflated and I would walk away from sessions and I'd be like, fuck, I really was like a little bit more short-tempered, maybe a little bit tighter. Like my fuse was like, I wasn't as patient and I was human throughout that phase. Absolutely, I wasn't perfect over that time. Uh, But I still, regardless of lying in bed and giving those options, I still made the choice to say, you are going to get up and you are going to show up to the best possible ability that you could for that day. And I think that that is such an important thing for you guys to be thinking about and to be applying in your every single day. And particularly if you are someone that is wanting to break out of a nine to five job, if they are trying to start a new passion project and a career, maybe they're wanting to move cities or move states and they're wanting to do incredible things that are so stretching them outside of their current uh, time and capabilities. And uh, I think that uh, it's really funny. I was even like, um, I was thinking about when the Kim Kardashian thing was going and it was like, nobody knows how to work these days. And I like loved that quote and I still do, even though she got so much shit about it because there were so many people that got offended about it. Classic. That so many people were like, oh, she's talking. She wasn't talking to every fucking hustler under the sun. She was just saying, in general, people don't know how to work. But I think that it goes so much deeper than the, the statement of uh, people don't know how to work these days. People don't know how to get over the mental blockers uh, and make the decision uh, to get shit done. Um, I don't think it's necessarily the working problem. I think that people come up with excuses. I think people are full of bullshit. I think people see a lot of social media. They see influencers. They see people not working and grinding their asses off. They, they just see these, non, these existence. They see these lives, these aspirational lives where you're traveling the world and you're given free products and uh, not really working, you know? And I think that that really puts it into people's minds and perspective that they shouldn't have to work, that they should be just as superior as well. And so I think the problem doesn't lie necessarily with people's uh, ethos of lack of working. It's people's mental resilience to show up on the days that they don't want to and to show up in the moments that they don't want it to. And Loz and I honestly have this like ongoing thing that we always just like laugh about because no matter, Lauren and I are very strong minded and both are so determined and resilient and literally we will both be hit with the most like heavy hard stuff going on in our world some we share with you guys some not a lot will just be work and stresses and trying to juggle a million things and both of us are just of the mindset of the show must go on and it is so so true like uh, we are both given opportunities we're given moments in life where we're given that choice of uh, you know what I am really fucking tired. I am busting my balls at the moment. I give absolutely everything that I can in the day. And uh, I'm talking about Loz and I because obviously we work together so tightly and we're very similar in our work ethic and that's why we're really close friends. But like we give everything, like every fiber of our being to absolutely everything. Like Loz and I train really hard. We fuel our bodies really hard. We work our fucking asses off. Like Loz has Lauren Simpson Fitness. She has Rare. I work a 
full-time rare and then I also do my personal side hustles which includes OnlyFans, the podcast, uh, I'm trying to think what else, there's always social medias, the presets that I build for the brand as well and then also um, like working for rare outside creating content as one of the rare ambassadors and athletes. So like we both have a million different pressures and um, further to that, we also show up to go out with our friends and to party hard and to live life to the fullest. Uh, but like we are constantly both given the opportunities of saying yes or no, or do I give up or what do I do in this situation? And we both always choose to never give up. Uh, be fearless in the pursuit of never giving up. And when you lie in bed or maybe you are like fucking tired, like, you know, the other night I was like talking to you guys on my stories and I was in bed and I was lying down because I was really fucking tired, uh, really exhausted after a massive few days of work. And I was doing an edit for for one of the podcasts. uh, And I talked on about you guys and it's like when your passion is your driving force in life, like you make time when time doesn't exist. Uh, And if you don't feel that you're the person that if you're trying to work for a side hustle, let's say, and you feel that you're constantly making excuses for why you're unable to do something and why you don't have time to do something and why you can't do that. Well, that dream and that goal and that aspiration is just not what you should be doing. And I know know that sounds really savage and it is so, so true. I wish someone had said it to me sooner that if you are not wildly passionate about what you are doing and you are making time where time doesn't exist, if you're not trying to wake up earlier, if you're not trying to work in your lunch break, if you're not coming home and doing your routine, getting stuff organized and then making some glimmer of your time every single day, for something that you really are pronouncing to the world that you are passionate about, you're driven about and that you really want to achieve and do, then that goal is not big enough and you are not working hard enough. Eh? And so I absolutely, I absolutely agree with what Kim was saying about people don't know how to work these days. But I do believe that your work ethos and your mental ethos go hand in hand. And as soon as you can start building the mental resilience to constantly say, this is a priority for me, I am going to make this happen. This is where the magic is really going to happen. And I cannot resonate that enough. And it doesn't come from the massive decisions. Like this is really important for you to be thinking about in your every single day, because every single day you are given opportunities and moments and options where you can either choose to be the person that goes for it, or you can be choose to be the person that succumbs to life and says that it's too hard. Uh, that all starts and ends with you. That doesn't come from anybody else. That doesn't come from the universe making it hard for you. It doesn't come from difficult things happening and trying times. It comes down to your decisions and what you choose to do with it. It's... You can't control the universe. You can control the way that you react to it is something that I absolutely love the concept and idea of. And you absolutely have the power to be able to make whatever existence, whatever life that you want happen if you are the person that stops making excuses and starts having the mental resilience of someone who is wildly passionate, deserving of their goals and aspirations and never gives up. Um, And I think like for me in the every single day, this is not something that's just going to be a light bulb moment as well. I want you to be really realistic about the way that your thought patterns work, the way that you have to train your mind to work. And with everything that I teach you, everything that I discuss with you guys, you have to remember that it's a constant practice. It doesn't just flip a switch and completely change. So when it comes to becoming more mentally resilient, when it comes to be the person that just goes for it, it all happens. It all starts and ends with you. It all, and I can, I keep on saying that because it's so, so true. And people just want to blame everybody else for their circumstances, but they refuse to take responsibility for what they can do with it. And so for instance, like if you look at my days, if you look at my weekends, 
it's a Sunday, right? I have been working solid five days this week. I've helped move a warehouse. I have done uh, photo shoots. I have been rolling out a Black Friday campaign and so much behind the scenes work that has been going on. Yeah, I'm mentally tired. Yeah, I would love to be spending my time on the weekend just going to the beach and chilling all weekend. But my priority at the moment, one of the things that I am so wildly passionate about is about my podcast and creating this uh, community, creating this channel for you guys and really adding value back into the world. So I have made the choice to make time where time doesn't exist. uh, And that's the perfect example of it. You can choose to go and hang out with your friends and you can choose to have special moments and stuff, which I absolutely did. I went out on Friday night and had an amazing time. But Saturday was a dedicated day to just getting my shit together, cleaning my house, preparing my home, get everything organized. And then Sunday, I have decided that this is my day for content creation, for creating, I bulk batching out content. I am scheduling all of my OnlyFans content. I am planning out my week ahead. And then I'm making sure that everything, all my ducks are in a line so that when I am really stressed and I am under the pump during the week and you know it does get to Wednesday night and I'm really tired and I don't feel like sitting down and having a conversation and doing a podcast because I've talked all day, that I have all of my content and all of my stuff organized and prepared. And you can see how that me making this decision of like, you know, you're given those two options. You are given the the, the cross in the road. Uh, you're given that decision of I can just chill and just say like, you know what a priority for me is to chill and rest and relax today. Or I can make the decision, no, even though you don't want to show up today, you are going to show up and you're going to do everything that you can to your best ability. And it's really important as well, like when you look at this particular scenario that I'm telling to you guys, I'm really well rested as well. Like uh, I slept really good last night. My house is really tidy and clean. I've got a full fridge and I just feel like mentally in a very good place. So using that window of opportunity smartly is super, super important as well because when you are mentally exhausted and fatigued and you feel overwhelmed and it's too much, creating content is extremely difficult. And uh, I see so many content creators burn out and they get anxiety and depression and it's overwhelming and it's too much uh, because they don't use their windows of time smarter. And that goes with anything that you guys are trying to achieve and do. You will be given windows of opportunity where you will be performing at a higher frequency and you will be given windows of opportunity where you will be performing at a lower frequency, but you will still be able to execute. And I would encourage you guys to assess and to have a look at your weeks and where you would see windows where you could potentially block windows to make the most of your high performing windows and then also be able to make the most of your lower performing windows. So for instance, if you are someone that is hustling hard at the moment and you know you know, early in the mornings uh, at 4am I can wake up before anybody else is awake and I can smash out an hour's work, right? you're awake, you've smashed some caffeine, you're feeling alert and good, you know you're going to go to training afterwards, Um, you've got that one hour window of time where you'll be able to high performantly execute. And I would be like, that would be my window of time. And for me, early mornings normally are really good. I've been prioritizing trying to get exercise back into the routine though. So that's like, I'm still trying to fill out the balance for my morning routines, if I'm totally honest with you guys. It's an ever-evolving beast at this moment. But early mornings for me are when I'm most creative. It's when I flow the most and the most time that I could be adding value to the world. Whereas at nighttime, I'm a zombie. I'm such a zombie at nighttime at trying to create content, even trying to post on Instagram or anything. Even when I'm jumping on um, OnlyFans DMs, which is like one of the busiest times is nighttime. I find it really difficult because I am so tired because I do get up so early and I perform 
really high frequency throughout the day. So the nights for me are not even like a low performing window. Like I've just highly become aware that, you know what, I try and be really kind to myself in that time and I prioritize that I get a good night routine, I read a book and get really good sleep so that I can make the most of those morning times and those windows. But every person is completely different and you might be listening to this and you might be thinking like, you know what, I'm actually a really high performer, I'm a night owl, like I really do great work, everyone goes to sleep and I know that I can have that quiet and still time and I can execute and to do great things and to smash it out. You might be a morning person, maybe you're a lunchtime person, maybe you do have the option of working at lunchtime or you have a one hour lunch break where you know okay I'm already in my structure and routine and I'm able to do that so I think that it's really important to be a realist with yourself that you're always going to be given opportunities and you are always going to be given choices of like uh, when the tough gets <laughs> what was that when the going gets tough the tough get going my parents have always brought me up with that ethos and I think that's when I have like the mental resilience that I have I literally will repeat that in my head a million times over and like I can still remember to this day like I'm the type of person that like really like I just I am so relentless in never giving up but I I went to do a half marathon and I'd never done a long distance run before not to that capacity anyway and uh, I had bronchitis when I went to do it and I was so determined that I was going to do this half marathon uh, that I was like when the going gets tough the tough get going I shit you not though I did it like for two hours, which wasn't like anything amazing or like whatever. Like it was my first half marathon and I had bar- and my heart rate was like over 200 for a solid two hours. And inside my head, every single step, uh, because I couldn't breathe, I literally could not get oxygen in. And it was these like, like gasping of air. I had a blister. I wore the wrong sneakers. I don't know why I did it, but I wore them and I had blisters like the size of like an egg on either foot, like on the arch of my foot. My feet were throbbing. I was dying. I was like, give up. Like I I, like every fiber, every external fiber of me was saying give up. But my mind was that strong that it was like, you do not give up. You will never give up. You just keep on going. Every single step counts. Every single breath counts. And I remember counting my breaths. I remember counting my steps to try and keep my mind focused and to keep it within the game. And I remember seeing the pacer going past and there was like a whole group of like, I shit you old, like 90 year old men going past me, which mentally was extremely difficult not to disvalue 90 year old men that are half marathon runners. I'm not (laughs) trying to go down that, but I'm just saying like, I knew that I could run faster. Like I knew that there was more within me and it was mentally a huge blocker. And it was at that point when the pacer went past the two hour pacer that I was like, just give up. Like just like my body was screaming, give up. But I was so determined. I was mentally, I had made that decision that I was going to achieve that goal. And I was going to do my half marathon that day. And there would be nothing that could stop me. And so when you look at that mental scenario, when you look at the scenario, when I was a personal trainer and I was wanting to give up every single day because anxiety was fucking kicking my butt or when I was physically screaming that I was unable to do something or, you know, there's so many different opportunities, particularly with exercise. I think of so many different moments that have given me the power and that's why I love exercise so much and this is why I fell in love with exercise because if you can come become over your physical 
and let your mental carry over your physical pain uh, and uh, your physical weaknesses and uh, the excuses of physical. Uh, Your mind is so much stronger than your body. Start remembering that. Start thinking about that when you are exercising, when you are working, when you are trying to achieve your big ass goals and dreams and aspirations, you have to remember that your mind is stronger than your body. Yes, you're tired, but you're mentally stronger than what your tiredness is saying. Yes, that one rep extra seems extremely difficult and your body is screaming that it can't do it. Let your mind push you through it. And when you start believing that you are able to do something and that you will not stop until you achieve that goal, and that's why I said earlier that if you are not feeling this way about your goal and aspiration, you need to reassess because for me, the half marathon, for showing up to pay for that bill and to show up for my clients... My driving why was so much stronger than my driving why not that there would be nothing that could stop me. And that's what you guys need to be thinking about. You need to be thinking about what is my driving why, what is my why not, and my why just has to keep on pushing harder and harder. And this is how you become someone that achieves great, inspiring, amazing things. When you start overcoming those mental barriers in life and you realize that you are completely unstoppable, and I say that, that every single person, no matter matter what has happened in your past experiences and what has happened in the future experiences because you will fail at things or I don't believe in failures but I believe in you have moments in life where you need to reignite again but you will have moments where you won't be able to hurt certain targets and your body will overcome your mind be realistic about it but you best believe that the next moment you get an opportunity to go hard again then you fight double as hard because you cannot strike incorrect twice as far as I'm concerned like you have to keep on having that fire in your belly. Actually, no, I'm not going to say twice. I'm going to say you keep on going. Like you just keep on going until you get what you want in life. And I think even when you look back at my first podcast and what I was talking about, you know, I wish that I just didn't give up. I wish that I had just said, okay, like how do you make it harder? This has taken me years to be able to get this mental resilience of this never give up attitude. And it's been building momentum, building momentum. And it will take time for you guys to get to this level too. But know that you are so, so capable of whatever you want to do in life and your big dreams, goals and aspirations are completely within reach of what you're doing, but it all starts and ends with what your decisions are, where you want to go and what you do in your daily routine and in your moments. And when you are given that opportunity of uh, to go for it and be the person who goes for it or to just say, it's too hard, I give up, uh, those are your defining moments. You hold on to those moments. And when you go to bed at night, you sit there and you think about all of the defining moments that you were able to become, able to overcome. And you be fucking proud. You celebrate the fuck out of yourself. Don't expect anybody else to celebrate you. Everyone else is caught up in their own shit. You have to celebrate you and you have to become your biggest cheerleader because when your eyes flip open the next morning and yeah, you might have had fucking four hours sleep and your stress is fuck, you knew yesterday you overcame huge mental barriers so that you today will be able to do the same. I really just fully got into this conversation. Wow, I feel like so like wildly passionate and lit up. Like I love this. I love that I'm having this discussion with you guys that you will be able to take some of my learnings and to be able to take it on. And uh, I get so excited sitting here right now. Like I literally had a little goosebumps before. I get so excited because I know that you guys are so capable of it. I have come across, I have trained thousands of women before who thought that they weren't capable of it and that they couldn't do certain things. And I have spoken to thousands of you on social media who have listened to my content before and then gone and taken it to do extraordinary things. So there is not one shadow of a doubt in my mind that you are capable of achieving the most incredible things if you just be the person that goes for it. 
wow, I just feel, I feel great. I, <laughs> I love that. I'm like so excited. I'm just like, oh, wow. That was just like maybe one of my favorite chats that I've had with you guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you're able to take some of my learnings today and apply it to every single day. As always, thank you for sharing the podcast, for sending me your DMs. They mean absolutely the world to me. I'm eternally grateful for you to spend your time with me and uh, to trust me to, you know, impart some of my knowledge and everyday (laughs) things on it. But I hope you go out and you achieve extraordinary things, that you step into the person that you are meant to be and you are relentless in the pursuit and becoming the best version of yourself. And I will talk to you guys soon. eh? Wow, I feel like uh, I'm like kind of sweaty and hot. I like need to turn this off, but I just feel like I hope that like I just am visualizing people just going out and doing great things. Go and do it. I'm just excited for you.